Welcome to Hope with Jonathan podcast, where we share stories of hope. My name is Jonathan Trailer. I'm a 15-month kidney transplant recipient who faced a near-death experience back in July of 2019. I had a lot of different symptoms, chronic fatigue, swollen ankles, couldn't breathe very well, and really nauseated. And I stayed in the bed for days of what I thought was fighting the flu. No, it wasn't. It was complete kidney failure, guys. Stage 5 ESRD. Within a few days, they removed about 30 pounds of fluid. And I had to ride in a helicopter to get dialysis treatment to save my life. Listen, guys. We now try to educate people, inspire, and motivate through the power of sharing your warrior story. If you like stories like this, stay tuned. Hope with Jonathan Podcast is a Hope Media production. Never let hope become a memory. Hope with Jonathan Podcast is a Hope Media production. Hey guys, have you checked out Kidney Conversations, a new series brought to you by host Hope with Jonathan and KWM's Kidney Warrior merch, Kyle Hawkers from Toronto, Canada. Yes, it's a brand new series brought to you by us for you as the kidney patient. We're trying to inform, educate, and inspire by sharing and spreading awareness for kidney disease, dialysis, kidney failure, transplant, organ donation, and so much more. This is a brand new series, guys, brought to you by Hope with Jonathan and Kidney Warrior Merch. What we're going to do is post weekly on our pages across social media. Right now it's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then on Friday, we'll be releasing an informative video over on Hope with Jonathan. Check it out, guys. Kidneyconversations.info. Welcome back to the Hope with Jonathan podcast, and I'm your host, Jonathan Trailer. Hey guys, on this week's episode of Hope with Jonathan, we have an incredible uh, panel of guests that came on the show. 
uh, Mel Lupus Warriors. And uh, man, they were incredible. Uh, you guys are in for a real treat on this podcast. Um, we had uh, Dion Langley, Emmett Henderson the third, and Jonathan Braxton. And uh, man, these guys are amazing, incredible, uh, positive uh, group of individuals that um, actually are uh, talking about lupus and uh, how it affects uh, with uh, men and how prominent it, it that it is in men and how uh, it affects the kidneys. And so uh, this podcast, we, we cover all that. And uh, we talk about how that uh, lupus can uh, affect men. And uh, a lot of people don't realize that. A lot of people think that lupus is more of a, of a, a, a disease that, that affects women, but it also affects men. And um, uh, Emmett and uh, Dion and Jonathan, they do an amazing job on this podcast of talking about how the you know disease affect them and, and you get three um, different versions uh, although they're you know kind of similar because they're suffering with lupus but each one uh, each one of their stories is a, is a little bit unique um, and a little different from uh, from each one and, and you'll hear that in this podcast but um, these guys had an incredible uh, spirit and attitude and um, the way they represented themselves completely professional and uh, I, I would uh, if I ever needed uh, to talk with someone that you know is dealing and battling with lupus I would definitely want to uh, talk with uh, these three individuals regarding lupus and with uh, with pertaining to how it affects men and um, just uh, just incredible uh, or if I had a question about lupus um, really doesn't have to be just about men but how, how lupus just affects anyone uh, I would I would contact uh, Emmett and uh, Dion and Jonathan uh, any day of the week and so I hope you guys are ready for this one this is going to be an incredible informative uh, interview podcast and uh, we did this interview this live interview uh, a few months back and uh, it was really cool because uh, the thumbnail was all purple I uh, really had decorated that, and I did that specifically. And in the live interview, I changed all the coloring uh, for the podcast that I normally do in like uh, green. Uh, but this this whole podcast, I featured uh, the color purple uh, in reference to lupus. And um, you know, I just felt like uh, it, it was the thing to do uh, to pay respect and and uh, to represent uh, the lupus warriors and. Uh, one of the things of you know I want to kind of spotlight is uh, lupus does you know affect kidneys and uh, ultimately can you know shut down your kidneys and uh, cause you know kidney failure and um, you know some of these uh, warriors on the show um, are uh, kidney transplant recipients so uh, we definitely want to talk about the uh, aspect of kidney disease and how lupus you know affects the kidney so. Uh, we, we definitely wanted to uh, get into that subject, and we talk about that on this podcast. But I uh, hope you guys are ready for this one. These guys are incredible. Uh, love their spirit. Love to have them back on the show sometime and uh, do another podcast with them again, talking about lupus. So I uh, really appreciate uh, Emmett, Dion, and uh, Jonathan. And uh, me and Jonathan have the same name, so he was really cool. Um, and uh, I definitely enjoyed them. And uh, hope you guys enjoy what we're doing here with Hope with Jonathan. If you haven't had a chance to go over and hit that subscribe button over on YouTube, 
uh, definitely go check us out on YouTube. You can go back and actually watch this one live uh, there on the YouTube channel. You can't miss the thumbnail. It's pretty much all purple and silver. And uh, But uh, again, guys, uh, check us out at hopewithjonathan.com. Uh, you can watch our live interviews over there. You can listen to podcasts, uh, purchase merch over there. You can uh, help us out if you'd like to uh, donate to us. You can definitely donate to us. And uh, we, we would definitely appreciate any support uh, that you would like to uh, contribute to us. Uh, all proceeds from the merch or any donations go directly right back into Hope with Jonathan. But hey guys, I'm going to let you guys roll into this one. Hope you guys enjoy it. Y'all stay safe out there. And remember to take care of your kidneys. God bless. This is Jonathan. Good evening. Welcome to Hope with Jonathan. I'm your host, Jonathan Trailer. Hey guys, welcome to a great show tonight. We have the Lupus Dream Team in the house tonight. Emmett Henderson, the third, along with uh, Dion Langley. And we got a, another Lupus Warrior joining us tonight also. His name's Jonathan. Hey guys, I cannot wait to bring them on the show tonight to let them share their incredible story with uh, battling lupus, guys. Uh, normally, when you talk about lupus, you know you hear a lot of stories about, uh, you know, usually the females are are getting lupus and they're talking about lupus. But tonight we're sharing a whole other aspect of lupus with the uh, with the males, okay? And uh, men can get lupus, guys. And tonight we got. Three individuals that want to share their incredible journey uh, with battling lupus. So if you've ever been interested about uh, lupus and uh, how it affects the kidneys and all that stuff, guys, this is a show for you tonight. You want to share this, get this out there to all your friends and family, all the lupus warriors out there. And uh, hey, guys, definitely appreciate all the support for Hope with Jonathan. Definitely appreciate the support for the podcast. You guys have been amazing. Thank you so much for subscribing to the YouTube channel. If you hadn't already subscribed, please go ahead and smash that uh, subscribe button. Uh, but hey, guys, appreciate everyone that is uh, already tuning in. Uh, we got Jared Brown from the Warriors Quest show. So shout out to Jared Brown and uh, for tuning in. We got uh, who else we got here? We got Melissa in the house. That's my wife. So shout out to Melissa for watching. Hey, guys, definitely appreciate y'all's support uh, for the show. And again, guys, if you haven't already, please go over and subscribe to the YouTube channel and uh, share this with all your friends and family. We definitely would appreciate it and uh, get this out there because this is going to be an incredible show with a lot of a lot of beneficial uh, information for all you uh, kidney warriors out there, all you lupus warriors out there that want some information on this. So guys, listen, we have also, we have Steve Belcher in the house. Steve Belcher, thank you for tuning in, guys. Thank you. And uh, hey, guys, I want to go ahead and get this show started. So without further ado, let me see if I can find that button. I'm going to play around like Jared does. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Hey, guys, welcome to the show. The Lupus Dream Team, guys, welcome to the show.
What's going on, guys? Hey, how you doing? I love that introduction. <laughs> thank awesome. You, thank you. Man. Hey. I, really, I really appreciate it. Thanks again. Um, well, hey, guys. Welcome to Hope with Jonathan. Definitely appreciate you guys doing the uh, interview with me. And uh, Emmett, uh, why, don't, why don't you go ahead and go first, Emmett, and uh, introduce yourself and just tell us just a little bit about yourself. Hey, guys. So my name is Emmett Henderson. I am the CEO and founder of the advocacy group, Male Lupus Warriors. Um, I got diagnosed with lupus for, in 1995, so I've been sick for 26 years. But man, I got symptoms going back to 1980, so half my life with lupus. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm here now to advocate and talk to men about what, you know, what's going on with me and kind of speak up on some of the things that resources I didn't have available for me back in the day. So the story is pretty extent, but it's a lot to it. But I'm here now, man, and I, I'm just glad to be part of this lupus dream team. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Dion, you want to go next? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No problem at all. No problem at all. Um, good evening, everybody. My name is Dion Langley. I am the uh, CEO of Hashtag Be Lupus, Hashtag Be Lupus Apparel. Um, I'm also a member of the Lupus Dream Team, and I've had lupus for 13 years now. Um, just like Emma Henderson says, it's an up and down journey, but uh, we both stepped out on faith to advocate and spread a positive message. Uh, not just to the lupus community, but to the world and just letting people know that, uh, you know, that men do have lupus, but at the end of the day, you can still live a fulfilling life. So we excited to be here. We appreciate you having us on, Jonathan. Not a problem at all. <laughs> well, hey, hey, Jonathan, this is a little weird, but uh, Jonathan, you got a great name, man. I, I'll share that What's same up? name with you. So, hey, Jonathan, why don't you go next, friend? <laughs> My name is Jonathan Braxton. Um, I've been diagnosed with lupus now seven and a half years. I'm one of the members of the Looper Dream Team with two of the coolest brothers that I can ever have in life. Um, they taught me a whole lot because they've been in the game longer than I have, but I'm truly blessed for them. And I just want to share my moment with the world to show them we can fight this together. That's right. That's right. Yeah, there's power in numbers and definitely great when you can network with people that are sharing the like stories and going through the same battle. Um, so it's uh, definitely, definitely great when you can find people and collaborate with them. And because, you know, support is crucial when you're battling, you know, something like lupus, uh, kidney disease, uh, you know, it's any any chronic illness support is uh, huge. So um, why, why don't you guys talk about that? Why don't you talk about your, your community, uh, the dream team, and, you know, how support plays a part. Mm -hmm. You want to hit that? You want to hit on that D? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll, def I'll definitely take this one. Um, I think, I think the idea of the lupus dream team, um, it all started, um, again, um, I was, I was advocating, um, I'm from Virginia, uh, Emmett's from, uh, California, the West coast, Jonathan's in Louisiana. Okay. Um, so at the time, <clears throat> Um, it was funny how just the idea just just came about. Um, I was doing my own personal advocacy with the with hashtag beat lupus. Emma had male lupus lupus warriors. Uh, those are two major major platforms in the uh, lupus community. Just just for men alone. Um, but me me and him was doing our own thing, and and we finally met each other. And it was one of those things to where 
you know, at the at the time I was, you know, I was I was going so hard and I was like, man, I'm about to just give up, you know, because I felt like my message wasn't being heard. Um, so at that time, I, I was, I, you know, it was one of them downtimes where I was like, man, I'm just going to just let it go. And all of a sudden I meet Emmett and we got to talking and I see what he's doing. And I was excited about what he was doing because I didn't I didn't feel alone. And um, at the end of the day, when I when I, you know, when me and him got to talking and just caught that connection, we was like, man, we should just do something together so we can bring the communities together because he had his West Coast fan fan base. I had my, my East Coast fan fan base. And um, it was just a way of just combining and making making this movement stronger, making it more powerful. And just like you said, you know, it's, it's strength in, in numbers. And, you know, the whole time, you know, Jonathan was was actually following both of us. And uh, I, I believe it was last December, if I'm not mistaken, we came up with this idea. And we said, man, we just we just going to do something big. We're going to call this the Lupus Dream Team. Because at you know at that time Emmett was the powerhouse on the West Coast, I was the powerhouse on the East Coast. Jonathan had that whole middle section, so we just said, man, we just gonna call this thing the Lupus Dream Team, and we'll and we'll combine it and just and just you know just expand. And we never knew how big that it was gonna be, and and, and we're just blessed and fortunate to get the support that we do have. And um, you know, it's it's, it's just a blessing. Like I, I wouldn't want to do this with any other organization any like these two guys right here when i tell you we talk every day like we are true brothers we are true brothers so this is this is something that's going to go on for a long time and we're serious about what we're doing but again our job is to is to add positivity to this situation dealing with lupus but also bring more awareness to the whole situation yeah, absolutely absolutely any, anybody else have anything they want to add to that you know, I'll go ahead and add that the fact that everything that Dion said was like it was just 100 percent on point. And um, I think what we bring to the table is is fresh faces of advocacy. Ninety percent women that run this game that we admire so much to where I came out doing my thing, like D said. And then when we combined, we were like with our both organizations doing well. How about we combine and help these ladies be a voice? And so we know that. I know for a fact, and I'm sure the fellas can agree with me, but back in the early days of diagnosis, we weren't loud at all. I didn't even want to speak about lupus at all. But then years turned me around to where it's time for to me to let brothers know that we don't need to go through this and how could I help other people? Dion had the same thought, thing in mind, so did Jay. Soon as we got together, then, then we hit. So it's more of bringing awareness to lupus that men can do it too. We are a small yeah. percentage. 10% of the population of lupus are men. We are a small percentage of them, but we're trying to be loud. So for some of you guys that follow us already, you guys know what we do. You know what we're trying to do. We appreciate the love and support. And just like D said, you know, we ain't going nowhere. We're going to keep doing this. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome stuff, man. Uh, yeah, I've seen you guys in the community, and uh, I've seen you on social media. And, you know, you, you guys are a force, man. And you're, you're definitely getting out there and uh cross you know crossing over boundaries and stuff and uh you know you're getting the word out and getting the message out and i, I seen you guys on you know uh you the uh, urban health uh, outreach media where you guys have done interviews and stuff with other people and uh incredible stuff so you know i definitely wanted to bring you guys on to bring some awareness to lupus uh for the, for the ones that are that are watching we, we want to try to educate them a little bit so I wanted to ask a question, like, and even for myself, like, what what exactly is lupus? What what is it? Okay, 
You guys wanted to elaborate on that? You want me to get this? Uh, you can take it. In. It's your turn. <laughs> we go first. We, we, we take turns. Lupus is an autoimmune disease. It's basically when the cells on your body uh, through lupus ends up attacking your healthy cells, which systemic lupus is when your cells travel throughout your body and basically it just turns against yourself. So in, in, in layman's terms, our immune system is too strong. Instead of having viruses and illnesses to fight off like it normally does, we don't have any of that. So our illnesses decides to turn on ourselves. And what it does for men, which is most common, is where it affects the kidneys. Lupus then and, and the kidneys are a very common thing, which is called lupus nephritis, where the lupus concentrate on the kidneys. And I myself had kidney involvement. Um, but then again, with that, it just turns on everything. There is no cure for lupus. They have ways to maintain it sustain it and try to keep it in bay. But because lupus is so unpredictable, everybody goes through different things. There's not one person that goes through the exact same thing with lupus. And there's over 1.5 million people in the US that have it. But again, our cases are not the same. So this is why it's so complicated. And this is why we spread awareness to it because we need to bring light to this illness. So we can get people on the roll. We're trying to become, you know, try to get a cure for this. You know, guys, we are a small percent, but we think there possibly could be more. It's just that maybe some of the brothers ain't speaking out on it. And so that's our mission as a lupus dream team is to bring light to this, to let people know that lupus is real. And we're trying to bring, a, a, you know, awareness and a cure to it. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's just like kidney disease. You know, we we need to keep talking about it and get a more awareness out there. But uh, you know, and if we don't if we don't keep talking about it, then it seems like it's just going to go away. And so we just got to keep talking about it and keep keep speaking on it and having shows like this and interviews and podcasts and 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 hitting the streets, too, and getting, you know, boots on the ground and, and go places and talk about it uh, right. to get, you know, education out there. Uh, you know, if not, if we don't do it, then, you know, it seems like nobody else is going to do it. Right. So we got to get out there and uh, hit the streets and, you know, get the word out. Um, so uh, that that was an awesome, awesome explanation of, uh, uh, of you know, definition of lupus. Uh, what are what are some of the common symptoms of of lupus? Go ahead, Jay. It's it's open to everybody. Go ahead, Jay. It mess with your liver, it mess with your kidney, even even your heart. Like for myself, um, I take 45 pills a day, seven days a week for my lupus. Um, I'm on four different type of blood pressure pills. I got lupus medicine. I was on steroids. I thank God that I'm not on steroids anymore. But um, it can do a lot to a man body and... Me, get from my point of view, I just thank God for my two brothers that who can help me on my journey to actually teach me more about lupus and what about kidney disease as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Awesome, man. I appreciate your uh, answer to that. That's awesome, man. I, 45 pills, man. That's incredible. That's incredible. And um, man, awesome, awesome stuff though. You guys, you guys have amazing stories, you know, and um, I appreciate you uh, sharing with me because sometimes it's hard for people to to talk about, you know, all the medications they take and all that stuff and share their personal, you know, story. Uh, so I definitely appreciate you sharing that, Jonathan, with us. And uh, anybody else have anything they want to expand on that uh, with the symptoms of lupus? Yeah, I think 
I, I think one of the one of the main things that that Jonathan touched on, <clears throat> you know, um, a lot of people don't understand how much lupus drains you. Um, I think again, we from the outside, that outside appearance, you know, everybody take it as we're normal. We can do everything. Um, a lot of us, you know, before we got diagnosed with lupus, a lot of us had jobs. Um, you know, some of us had families, things that, you know, just, just the manly things that we do as far as the everyday household, just being that person. Uh, when you got diagnosed with lupus, it took those things away. And I think that was the hardest adjustment for all the, probably all of us sitting here now. It was a hard, it was a hard adjustment. You know, Emmett was, was managing. He was a manager at a, at a major car dealer, dealership, you know, working hard, being, being the breadwinner. You know, I, I was I was drumming, you know what I'm saying? And and I was actually out on tour. And, you know, when Lupus hit me, it, I, I couldn't play no more. The doctors actually told me that I would never play drums again. And that was in 2012. So I'm fortunate, you know, to still be able to do what I what I can do. A lot of people really don't understand the effect that Lupus has. It, for us, it takes us so much to do so little. So I think that's that's how I would describe the day to day. It takes us so much to do so, so, so little now. So I really want to put that out and just emphasize that to all the people. It's not that you can't do it. And 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 I think that's the whole mindset that we try to put in this. It's not that we can't do it. You just got to put an extra effort or we can't do as much of it. You know what I'm saying? Like I can still play drums, but I can't do a, a whole three hour show like I, like I used to, but it's not that I can't play. So I want to make that clear. It's not that you can't do it or you can't live a fulfilling life. You just have to balance yourself and know when to say when. Yeah. Yeah. And, re and recognizing that, too. You got to recognize your body and know when to yes, say sir. when and, yes, and all that. But it's great that you shared that because some people think, uh, you know, especially when they get diagnosed with kidney disease, they think, oh, man, you know, my life's over. And right. I can't do anything anymore. And so it's awesome that. You're still getting out there and uh, playing drums, like you said, and you shared. And uh, you you do play drums professionally, am I correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. And you got you have a CD as well. I think you were telling me backstage you're coming out with a CD as well. Yes, yes. I, I released a CD uh, back in back in April in the uh, springtime, um, and it's called "Beat It Like a, a Drum." Um, and I, I named the CD "Beat It Like a Drum" because I'm a drummer with lupus. I beat drums and I plan to beat lupus. But it's, it's basically a song about uh, my life living with lupus as a professional drummer. And it's very inspiring. So um, a lot of people in the lupus community hear it. And it's not just about the, the lupus community. It's, it's any any autoimmune disease. If you're dealing with, 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 with any issue, that song will definitely get you through it on all social media platforms. And, uh, you know, I have a copy of it right here. Beat it, beat it like like a drum. So yeah. and I'm, working on, I'm working on more. I'm working on more music. Working all on right. More music. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah, definitely uh, let us know where we can find that, Ed, if uh, anybody out there is interested that wants to uh, possibly purchase that or, or get in contact with you. We'll we'll try to uh, share that within the description of the video. Yes, sir. And uh, uh, Emmett, did you have anything else you wanted to share? And I, I, I just want to add it on top of those symptoms because they covered some key points on them. But some of the major things, and almost everybody has gone through this with lupus, is fatigue. It's probably one of the biggest things for lupus patients. We go through joint pains. We can go through unexplained fevers, unexplained body aches. Lupus is known as an invisible disease. I mean, look at us, guys. We we don't look like we're sick. We we you know Jonathan with his pills. I was at thirty one at one time. D was up there one time with so many pills, but we don't look it. But 
with an invisible illness, the, the pain and the ranges can go across the board. So the symptoms are so crazy to where it's always, that's why it's hard for lupus to get diagnosed because of what we go through. You can't just point one thing and say, oh, you got lupus. Tomorrow I could have joint pains. Today I could have fevers. I could have, you know, aches here and there. It's so much for the doctors to understand what it is to where so many symptoms. It's just that one of the biggest things is pay attention to your symptoms. And if something like that, that you know is abnormal compared to your normal life, you guys got to get checked. This is something that you could avoid long-term issues by attending to it. So that fatigue is, again, from fatigue, joint pains, fevers, body aches, I mean, stiffness, I mean, swelling. Again, it's it's across the board, Jonathan, and, and I'm sure all of us been through it. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, if you're experiencing any of those at all, definitely don't hesitate or procrastinate. Definitely go in and uh, get your, I'm guessing blood work is uh, how they find out uh, if they run the blood labs. Uh, and I'm sure with a, a urinalysis to check, your, you know, for your kidney function and, and all that stuff. So definitely don't pr procrastinate because uh, it, it definitely uh, can land you in the emergency room, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yep. Are there any ways to, to prevent lupus? And uh, if so, like uh, if you do get diagnosed with lupus, is there a way to stop the progression of, of lupus? You want to elaborate on that? Yeah, um, it's, it's no way to prevent lupus. Um, it's it's all, you know, everybody grew up, um, want to eat healthy, want to do the right things, want to eat nutritious. Um, but lupus is not hereditary or anything like that. Um, so it's, it's no way to prevent you having it, but you can uh, reduce the amount of uh i would say uh reduce the amount of i guess pressure or or uh negative effects on your body due to lupus symptoms um so once you're diagnosed it's you know it's it's a, it's a lot of things that you have to uh adjust and once you learn your body and how your body reacts to lupus um you know those are those are certain things that you that you have to just get get used to um i think at the end of the day lupus is a a mental battle um, a lot of people don't really understand that lupus is a mental battle. Um, you can't beat lupus physically because lupus comes and goes whenever it wants to. You can't, you don't know when you have a lupus flare. You're not going to wake up and say, I'm going to have a lupus flare on Friday or I'm going to wait till my lupus, I'm going to wait till Saturday and have my uh, lupus flare. You just don't know. Lupus comes and goes whenever it wants to. So I think you can't beat lupus physically all the time, but I think you can beat lupus mentally. And I believe that's what, um, that's what we, you know, that we really, really advocate on when it comes to this dream team uh, movement is that, you know, you have to be mentally strong and mentally tough when you're dealing with lupus, because that's something that we have, we have control over our minds, but we don't have control over what lupus brings us physically. We just have to adjust and just adapt and just over, overcome. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. You, you know, you gotta, you gotta continue to just keep uh, going on and doing your daily stuff and, you know, just hope for the best. Uh, you know, and pray and pray to God, you know, will, uh, you know, you know, help you out during your day because you never know what's going to happen. Right. I mean, you, like you said, you can't determine when you're going to have a flare or something's going to happen. So uh, but uh, yeah, awesome information. I mean, this this interview is so informative for the ones that don't have any clue about lupus at all. And so uh, that's why I'm so excited about you guys coming on here and sharing your stories and all the information. I mean, you guys 
you guys are a wealth of knowledge when it comes to lupus. So definitely appreciate it. I guess uh, my, my next question would be is how, how does lupus affect the kidneys? Who want to take that? You want to take that? Your turn, I guess. <laughs> you're, you're on mute, Jay, unless you want me to go. Okay. Um, I, I When I was diagnosed, I was diagnosed with systemic lupus and stage three lupus nephritis at the same time uh -huh. in 95. And um, because they it, lupus attacks the kidneys is the most common statistic um, in regards to the kidneys with lupus, it, it, it affected me pretty well. Um, it, it basically, does the... ANA in your body, it, it reduces the function of what your kidney is supposed to do. And so, of course, they give you a boatload of steroids to try to suppress your immune system. So therefore, your kidneys can function the way they're supposed to. When I got diagnosed, when they tell me where my kidneys were, I was really close to dialysis. But the steroids kind of saved me. And with the high doses of steroids, I managed to go a few years after that until my kidneys ultimately failed. So with that, it was one of those things where I had to take the steroids for my lupus, but then at the same time, it's like my kidneys couldn't take certain type of amount of steroids because of so mm -hmm. much I was on. And once my kidneys did fail, I was on dialysis for over a year and a half with peritoneal and it, it's, it, it was pretty bad, man. It was pretty bad. The doctors were just telling me that if it wasn't for, you know, the steroids, the high doses of it, my, my kidneys could have basically killed me back then. So unfortunately that it, it got to the point where they couldn't be revived, they couldn't be reversed. I'd had to go on dialysis, but then I got blessed to end up having a kidney transplant. Wow, incredible, man. So you did peritoneal for a little while and then did you switch to hemo or? No, you know what? The doctors did a good job in educating me in regards to the difference of hemo and peritoneal. And for some of you guys that don't know, the hemodialysis is the common one where you will go into a clinic three to four to five hours a day, three to five days a week. I'm too active. I couldn't do that. So I did it every night for nine and a half hours where I had a tube into my perineal that I plugged into a machine at home for nine hours a night. And I did that for, like I said, over a year and a half until I got transplanted. Awesome. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people like peritoneal better than they do hemo. Um, some people like hemo better. Uh, I did I did hemo and then I transferred to home hemo, but I was a little bit different of a case. I I was in an emergency situation, so I was kind of I was kind of forced to do hemo from the get go, and then I just yeah. I kind of just got used to it, and uh, I never never really considered switching to peritoneal, but. Uh, but you know, some people, like I said, some people, their body gets accustomed to peritoneal very well. And some people can accustom the peritoneal dialysis, uh, very well. So are you the only warrior here that, uh, that did dialysis with, uh, lupus? I believe so. Yeah. The thing about the peritoneal, what, what it made me feel is it, it made me have a sense of freedom from, you know, I felt like I was caged with lupus as it was. And then you're going to tell me that I'm going to need dialysis to go into a clinic three yeah. to five days a week. No, right. peritoneal, I did it while I slept. And then in the morning, I unplugged and I was free to roam about my day. And, yeah. and it gave me a sense of life. You know what I mean? Because I didn't oh, yeah. want to feel like I was tied down. Yeah, I, I got feeling that way when I was in center. I kind of felt institutionalized and, you know, I was stuck on that schedule. I had to go in Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. I lost my weekend. 
Because then, yeah. you know, Saturday, the rest of the day when I got home, all I did is sleep because I just was wiped out from the, doing the dialysis. And uh, so I went, when I switched to home hemodialysis, man, it was life changing. Uh, I could do dialysis on my time and do it whenever I wanted. So it was That's definitely right. life changes. But uh, so we, we were talking about the aspect of, of men with uh, lupus. So what percentage of men get lupus and is it, is it considered rare? Or is it becoming more, more prevalent in men? Who want, who want to take this? Anybody? Go ahead. Okay. I'll take it. Um, stats show that 10% of men uh, have lupus. Um, and right now, I believe last year it was between 10 and 22%. Um, but to honestly say that, that people or men are being more more active in it. Um, honestly, I can say no because it's it's men that they have lupus, but they won't even say anything. Um, I run into guys all the time because they they see the merchandise that I that I that I wear, and they'll they'll start a conversation with me because my shirt catches their attention. And then once once I start having a conversation with them, they'll say, "Man, I done had lupus for ten years." 20 like 20 some years but nobody's saying anything about it so i think at the end of the day the numbers won't increase if if it's not being exposed or being put out properly but um you know the stats is is 10 percent, but it's way more it's way more um and like i say just in my area alone i've met over seven seven to eight men that have lupus and not, and don't haven't even said anything just based off the fact that they ran into me and just saw some of the clothing i had yeah unfortunately you know unfortunate but it's it's a it's a true statement yeah Yeah, it's amazing what clothing t-shirts and all kind of stuff you know it's definitely a conversation starter uh so you know when you're rocking a kidney disease or lupus t-shirt in the community i'm definitely i'm guessing you guys get a lot of a lot of feedback from the clothing and, and stuff you guys wear yes yes yeah. Half the half the audience that we get is people that we don't know, and it's people that just see us in our clothing. And it, like I say, it's a it's a conversation starter. But the first question they ask, does someone in your family have lupus? And then yeah. when I say I do, whoa, because they don't know men have lupus, so right. they, they're expecting this a mother or aunt, some female in their family. And when I say I do, it really turns the whole table. But I like that because now it gives me a chance to advocate. Now it gives me a chance to spread knowledge. Then I get, oh man, well, you know, my, you know, my cousin, my uncle had lupus, but so it's like now you're seeing the people come out speaking, but not really saying anything. So everybody, yeah. you know, everybody don't want to be on that platform like the Lupus Dream Team, which is okay. But right. I think at the end of the day, we still have to get that message. We still got to get them in house so that we can yeah. get to these foundations, get to these doctors, and improve the research just for men alone. Yeah, so. uh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, as you can see, I changed my whole my whole platform. It's all purple tonight. Uh, it's usually uh, neon green. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice. I changed, I changed everything, even my logo and uh, nice. the, almost all the pictures on the intro for you guys to come on was. I oh yeah, that intro, that intro was <laughs> nice. I love the intro. That intro was awesome. That intro. Was nice. wanted, I wanted to pay respects to uh, Lupus and you guys. So, oh, uh, and and, so and the clothes you guys. Uh, the clothes and t-shirts and stuff I see the gear is fire so I just I really right. like it. That's it. <laughs> and yeah, it, it, it is, you guys represent it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, 
But, but you know what, Jonathan, look, if I could add on to what Dion was saying, I mean, let's let's keep it real. For for lupus, we were told that it's a woman's disease. So yeah. to, to elaborate what Dion was saying, it's like, you know, sometimes the guys out there aren't quick to go out and get checked when we get hurt, when we have pain, when we feel sick. We don't run to the emergency rooms. We don't do that. We 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 got egos and we got you know jobs to do we got men to uphold we got all kind of things that that prevents us from doing that and is it because we we got things going on or we just don't want to admit that we're sick maybe but when you're told you got a woman's disease like i was told knowing i'm doing everything that a man needs to do at the age that i was i was in denial so now it's kind of like, okay, it's different, of course, since I turned the corner on that and I've got the resources and my brother's here to back me up if I needed to talk about something. But when men go through things, they do not talk to other men about what's going on. I'm going to tell you, if it ain't of our sports or, or beer or women, we don't talk. And <laughs> when it comes to our health, none of us really talk. But we need to, guys. We need to. If it's something that's hinder us health-wise and if we have problems, we need to open up and find out what's going on. The minute that we find out we got an autoimmune disease, we can't turn our back to it. We need to look into it. That's we need nice. to, instead of turning away, we need to walk towards it. We need to talk to other brothers. That's what's going on with them to see what we can do to, you know, to help ourselves. And then eventually we can get into the game of making this a lot, a lot better for ourselves. But Dion's right. They, 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 we believe the percentage is more it's just that if people don't go in and get looked out, and then by the time you do go in and it's late, you know, sometimes it could be too late. And this is your life you're playing with. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I like what you're saying, man, because, you know, it, men like to suppress things and we don't like to talk about things sometimes. And we keep things in uh, sometimes. So I think it's great that, you know, you, you need to talk about it, you know, and I, I like what you're saying about that because, Keeping it in ain't, is not helping you. It's not helping you at all. You you need to definitely talk to someone and, and get it out because, you know that 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 alone is uh is hard on you mentally, for, you know because you're carrying all that and uh, it, it definitely needs someone to talk to about it because, you don't you don't want to battle this alone. You know you right. don't want to go through this alone. So, um, I guess my next question would be, uh, is there a specific diet or diet plan that that you guys have to follow? I know for you know kidney patients, we got to follow the the renal diet, which I'm sure you guys, if you become a kidney patient, they they talk to you. But is there like a lupus lupus diet? Actually, I am on a I'm on a renal diet. Um, Are you low salt, low sodium? So that helped me to keep really keep living, being on a diet, knowing what my body can take and what my body can't take at the moment. Um, so being on a diet is good because if you're not on a diet dealing with lupus, it can flare your lupus up and you got to just really take care of yourself a lot more better than what you did before you had lupus. But like on my behalf, I didn't know when I first got diagnosed, I didn't know where to go dealing with lupus. I didn't know what lupus was at the time. Um, but on the behalf of Dion and Emmett, they showed me, they motivated me, they kept me on my toes, and I'm grateful, appreciative for both of them. Absolutely. I'm totally... Yeah, uh, so they become your mentors. Yeah, they is, they are, if I go through anything, I can always give them a call. 
I don't give a care what time in the day it is, what time in the night it is. We can always reach out to each other. And yeah. now I'm on my behalf of one of the members of the Loop the Dream team. I'm going to ask a couple of men who is watching our video right now. If you is going through lupus and you need someone to talk to, reach out to us. And we were surely glad to help you out in the best way we possibly can. We don't give a care what part of the world you in. If you're dealing with lupus, as a man, reach out to us as the lupus dream team. And we will show, get back to you and help you through your journey like we're doing through our journey. That's right. That's, uh, that's, right. that's awesome, Jonathan. Uh, thanks thanks for sharing that, man. Yes, all, <clears throat> anybody else want to expand on the diet or, or what Jonathan was saying? I got a um, my my rheumatologist basically. I eat a lot of leafy leafy greens, um, kale. Um, I stay away from from fried foods. Um, I cheat every now and then, um, but you know I try to. Yeah, I try to I try to stay like I can do baked foods, uh, salmon and stuff like that. Like I, you know, I love it, and and it's all in the acquired taste too. But I think at the end of the day, um, it's about it's about balance. I just yeah. you know I can't you can't sit here and say you can't eat this, you can't eat that. No, it's it's just it's just about balance, and and I believe once you understand your body and the transition and the things that you go to, and that you go through, you know over 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 time man half, half the stuff that i eat i probably according to my dad i probably shouldn't eat but yeah. now it's just like it's just a, it's just a cutback you know what i'm saying it's just it's, yeah. you know, it's just it's just a cutback and and just dealing with with lupus period man you know um but it, you you have some people that's real disciplined and real disciplined to it i'm just not that disciplined yet you understand what i'm saying like i like yeah. it's just it's just not me but i i understand my body and i know what it can take and what it can't yeah. take. So again, having everybody's symptom is different. No lupus case is the same. Let's just go ahead right. and put it out there. Everybody okay. lupus symptoms is different. What okay. may work for me may not work for Emmett. What may work for Jonathan may not work for, for me. But at the end of the day, you have to know your body. You have to know your limits. So again, that's where sure. the balance comes in. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I, you know, I, when, when I was talking with my uh, dietitians and stuff, and then, you know, other people, giving me advice and stuff i would always they would always tell me you know moderation mo moderation and everything you know so, That's it. so That's too, it. too much of too much of one thing is not good right. for you. listen I, I i put it to you like i put it to you like 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 this it, it's this is how I, I really think about it if they had a cure for lupus i'm sure everybody would eat the same thing right <laughs> <laughs> it's no cure you know i mean I'm just, you know right. what I'm saying? It's, it's no right. cure for it so at the end right. of the day it's a day-to-day -day test trial so yeah. until they come up with it with a dominant cure and an actual cure to say this is what we can eat or what we can't eat to help with lupus i'm sure if they had a cure i'm sure yeah. about to be eating the same thing i promise yeah. you i promise you that you know and i <laughs> before i had a diagnosis with kidney disease man i love mexican food right and i love uh i love pizza and cheeseburgers all, all the good stuff right and so you know but now i like you said you know we're human so everybody's going to cheat it's down it. again it's right? it's but instead of, instead of eating the whole bowl of chips and queso i, eat a, I eat a couple you know just to that's satisfy it. my taste for it and that's then it. i move that's on it. i don't i don't overindulge you know right. instead of instead of eating six slices of pizza I, i'm gonna narrow it down uh, to one or two you know <laughs> and, and walk away. Right, right 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 exactly so, 
Because uh, believe it or not, I was a big boy one time. I was 350, and I, I would eat the whole pizza. I could eat the whole pizza by myself. You look good. <laughs> you look good, bro. You look good. Well, I, I'm going to tell you guys, first of all, for, for the lupus community, there are a lot of great advocates out there that have lupus diets, whether it's keto or whether it's um, yeah. vegan, and, and they're doing some great, great work. Everybody's sure. different. Everyone has different preferences. I mean, sure. you know, I, I think D and MJ, they both nailed it, you know, um, but you also nailed it in moderation, too. And I'm gonna tell you, for me, I, I'm a foodie, man. And it's like, I, I can't stick to something 100%. But yes, I do cut out sodium, like the renal diet, because mm -hmm. I have my kidney place. I have my, I had a bad liver. I got my gallbladder removed. So I, there's certain things that I don't like. D, I don't do fried foods either, but I got an air fryer and, and I, I've managed to, to work with yeah, that. So yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm yeah. gonna tell you, man, it's like, I know for a fact that I've been deprived with from lupus of, of life and of a lot of things in my younger age where I'm not going to pass up on something good. I'm not going to pass up on a meal. And if I have a steak at least once a week compared to three, four times a week, I'm okay with that. That's um, right. Ice cream, yeah, I don't yeah, pass yeah. up. Some people know I'm a sucker for ice cream. Right. I don't care how strict of a diet I am. You put a bowl of ice cream in front of me, man. It's, it's it. So, it, eat, eat healthy, eat to what your body can, get a nutritionist, get a dietitian, because that will help you. That will definitely yeah. help. And that, and that and that air fryer is great, man. So I think that's yeah. why it, yeah. it, it, oh, it solves my problem. Yeah. The air fryer is great. So my, so my wife is loving you guys now because when last time we was at Walmart, shout out to Walmart, we I could use a sponsor, but anyway, uh, she she was she was telling me she said we got to buy one of these air fryers. So I'm that's gonna be my next purchase because I like chicken wings and I heard that they got some really good recipes for uh air yeah, fryer. Man, people put everything in the air fryer now. Yeah. Yeah. People yeah. put yeah. everything in the air fryer yeah. now, bro. You would yeah. think it was deep fried yeah. in oil, is that good? That's it, yeah. People put yeah. everything yeah. in the air fryer now. That's now, it. I, I heard hey, once you switch fact, over, you can even put salmon. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good, man. All right. Yeah. yeah, all right. I'm gonna try to put some Kool Aid in there and see see if they see if that works. Everybody <laughs> put everything in the air fryer. Everybody put everything in the air fryer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good stuff, man. I'm gonna have to get me one for sure. That's the next one for sure. Yes, but uh, shout out to uh, Shane Blanchard from Midwest Kidney Warriors for joining us. Appreciate you joining us, Shane. Thank he you. said Thank he loves you. he loves his air fryer. Yes, yes. God bless him. But uh, so man, this has been so informative. You guys have shared like so much information i'm gonna have to go back and watch this video a couple times just to <laughs> keep up with it. <laughs> thank you but, for having uh, me. yes sir oh no it's a, it's awesome man it's an honor um so you know we went over diets uh, you guys look like you exercise so are you guys you guys implement some some form of exercise in your routine as well yes um i'm, I'm not a, a three day a week or everyday person um i walk probably once or twice a week but I get exercise drumming all the time. So sure. I'm using my muscles, my body, my legs, like my body. And then again, you know, I stay active. It's not like yeah. I get up and sit at home all day. Like when, right. once I wake up, my day is full and I don't go home until nighttime. And then it's like, you know, I didn't did a whole day's work running my beat lupus company, you know, drumming, you know, being, being a father, you understand what I'm saying? So, yeah. so it's different ways to, to, to keep yourself going and keeping your body going. But like I say, my, my exercise, I ain't a lot, man. I drum, drumming all day. Like I'm work, I'm working every yeah. muscle, every muscle sure. in my body. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause you, 
You're you're using the kick drum and then you're moving yes. your hand, so you got yes. your leg going and then the high hat over here That's with it. this leg. And it's so certain weekends. It's certain weekends. I'll do like two to three shows a weekend. So, oh, okay. you know, so that's. I mean, so I stay. I, I stay active. Uh, yeah. Emma, you look like you may pump some iron. I'm not sure. <laughs> you know what? I um I do. I, I lift weights, but I it's such a difference prior to my diagnosis to now. You know, I, I was pretty strong lifting weights, but I had a shoulder replacement. I had a lot of deterioration in my muscles. I had gone through so much to where nowhere near the strength. But you know what? I, even at one point with all the steroid I was on, I had gained over 50 pounds of water weight, man. I was I'm not the same person that you see right now. That's wow. what steroids do to you. That's what it do to you. Once I was able to bring it down after I had my second transplant, um, the, the weight dropped. And then I knew that I just had to try to stay physically fit all over again. So now, even though that, you know, I'm over the age of a half a century, but man, I'm trying to keep myself, you know, rolling. And, and it's like, I'll do a lot of walking like D. I'll lift weights and, and I lift weights in moderation. But I mean, you know, we only got this one life to live. And, and the more better I do, the more better I feel. That just yeah. tells me I'm just winning against lupus every single day. Awesome. Every yep. day. I uh, I walk a lot too. Usually, uh, I remember when I first started walking a couple of years ago. I could barely do a mile, and uh, I'm up now to four to five mm -hmm. miles every time I walk. That's and uh, I usually walk around three to four times a week. Uh, sometimes more, it just depends. And then I do some light uh, weightlifting as well. I mean, you know, enough to tone up and things like that. Because, like I said, one time I was 350 pounds. I was a big dude, so still got a lot of loose skin and stuff that I'm trying to tone back up and stuff i'm 44 uh so i'm uh <laughs> i'm not a spring chicken anymore but i'm not an old man either so i'm still trying to <laughs> keep myself uh <laughs> it's a mindset right. yeah it's a mindset. that's it so you know you keep your mind going um and like dion said it's it's a mental thing to where you keep your mind going and your body will keep up with you that's it's it, just yeah. that your mind is what's going to keep you going forward and and that's i agree it, with dion as well to where staying busy especially when you got to deal with an autoimmune disease, you know, you stay busy, you keep your mind off of it and you focus on the task that you're doing at hand. Yeah. It keeps your yeah. mind off it when I'm busy. You know, the three of us, we do a lot. And when we talk and when we do things, it kind of keeps me motivated to where I forgot I was sick today. I forgot yeah. that I was not feeling too good today because I'm yeah. about to end the day and I'm feeling better. So yeah. it's a mindset guys. It's a mindset. What, what's the most important thing that we should know about lupus? What's the most important thing? That you're not immune to it and it does not discriminate. No matter who you are, yeah. you can get lupus and you just have to be strong enough to fight it mentally. And, and again, just like you said, but there's a lot. There's a lot. Lupus, I, I guess my take on it and, and Emmett nailed it. Like Emmett nailed it. But I'm going to just go a different route and I'm going to say lupus is not contagious. Okay, a lot of people think lupus is contagious. They think it's something that we can catch or something. No, lupus is not contagious. People feel that way because they don't, they don't know. There's no understanding about it. Lupus is not contagious. And when you have lupus, just like Emmett say, it's a mindset. You can't beat lupus physically at all because lupus is going to do what it does to the body. But you can help it with a strong mindset. And as I always say, yes, slow progress is better than no progress. So although you can't do two laps around the track no more, you can just do one, but that's progress. So at the end of the day, you want to so, make sure that you're doing 
progression with your with your lupus. Absolutely. And absolutely. Jonathan, you, know, you got anything else you wanted to share? I agree with him. Um it gets a mind thing that you go through. Um when I first got diagnosed, I couldn't even must walk a mile no more. Now I can walk three miles. Awesome. And I'm grateful just for that right there. Um I can stand up a whole lot more without having back pains and leg pains. So I'm going back into my field of work and that is being a bodyguard for famous people. So I do a lot of traveling. So I got to keep my body in shape. Awesome. Who who have you bodyguard for? I'm just interested. I did Fantasia. I did Ricky Smiley. I did Shaquille O'Neal. So it's very wow. Nice. I love it. Awesome, man. Awesome, man. It's good to hear that you're you're doing great and thriving with uh with lupus. So yeah. that's awesome. I can't that's let awesome lupus take me. I'm gonna take lupus. That's right. There you go. That's, that's there it. You go. That's, that's it. right. So what what a story, man. That's amazing. Great stuff. And you know what? Based on based on these stories, it's like like Jonathan said, we need to celebrate our wins. Because lupus will have its numbers on us, but then when you hear stories like not being able to walk a mile, now doing three miles, you over 350, look at you now. You know, me, yeah. D, it's like we, we celebrate these wins because ain't, ain't no telling how it could have been if we didn't have the mindset to move forward. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like you guys said, a mindset. It's a mindset. You got you to gotta change that mindset about a lot of things when you're, you know, if you're overeating and things like that and change change your mindset you know if you don't if you're not into exercise you know you gotta you gotta change your mindset and, and try to figure out an exercise regimen that's right for you right. you know right. uh I, some people use the excuse well i'll wait till monday and then monday never comes you know it just next you know it, it rolls on the next monday next <laughs> monday and it just never comes you gotta start today don't don't wait till monday just start now that's you it. know, and change, you got to change your mindset. So, but, uh, so guys, listen, before we close out the show, it's been an incredible interview, lots of great information shared about lupus and uh, amazing, amazing show. Uh, but we, what we want to do is end the show with some words of encouragement for someone that may be just diagnosed with lupus. So uh, I guess we'll go around all three of you can uh, share some words of hope, some wisdom uh, with someone that just newly got diagnosed with with uh, lupus and uh, give them some words of hope. Whoever wants to start. If you is dealing with lupus and you guys got diagnosed, you can do it. Lupus do not have you, you have lupus. So whatever you face, you can come over. Lupus do not have you, lupus ain't gonna never have you. You gonna fight lupus to the end of time. Awesome. That's it. You, you want to me? Who's next? Oh, um, I would say for anyone that's newly diagnosed with lupus, um, just stay focused. You got to learn to love yourself. Um, and the only way you can deal with lupus is you, you have to accept it. You have to accept the fact that you have lupus. If you don't accept it, you, you can't progress. You can't progress or begin to move forward if you haven't accepted what you're what you're dealing with. Um, I, I was in a hole for three years because I didn't accept the fact that I had lupus. Once I accepted it, it began to, my whole body, my whole mindset began to change. And when I accepted lupus, 
then I start working towards that progression. So I would I would tell anybody that's newly diagnosed, you have to accept the fact that you have lupus. Once you accept it, then you begin the whole healing process. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, bro. Thanks for sharing that because that, that's a huge one. What that's I want to add to the table on that is newly diagnosed with lupus, educate yourself. Educate yourself the, the most that you can, the best that you can. Learn about your disease. Learn about how it affects your body. Learn about the symptoms that you don't even have that you possibly could have. So when it comes to educate yourself on the medicine that you're going to be taking that the doctors are prescribing. Don't just let the doctors prescribe it without looking it up yourself, reading the side effects and the potential harm that it can do. Don't do all that. And then the last part I want to do is one of my best, one of my favorite sayings that I believe we have all done in this four circle right here is turn your pain into power. Mm. What I mean by that is take the pain that you have suffered, what you have done and what you have gone through, turn it to a power to heal yourself and to heal others and to look better towards a future, a better future. You know, the four of us here on it has had the pain, but look at us now. And our power is nowhere near done because we don't have a cure yet. We're going to keep on going no matter what. You will have pain, but it doesn't have to hinder you. It doesn't have to take you over. It doesn't have to belittle you. You are bigger than what you're going through. Keep going. Just like JB said, you are going to beat it. But we need that mindset to do it. So that's that's yeah. for me you guys. Awesome. That's awesome stuff, man. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a book title, really, honestly. Uh, turn your Turn your pain into power. <laughs> so that's great great stuff man so appreciate you guys doing the show uh if anybody wants to contact you guys where can we find you across social media come here guys we we have the lupus dream team d let's all introduce ourselves individually as well okay so we are we as the lupus dream team you'll find us on facebook instagram and on twitter at lupus dream team you want to email us you can get through all of us at the lupus dream team at gmail.com my name is emmett henderson i am ceo of male lupus warriors you can find me on facebook under my name right there on the screen emmett henderson the third and also on instagram at male lupus warriors d okay um <clears throat> i can be reached at the same information for the lupus dream team i'm Dion langley you can follow me on Facebook, Dion Langley. Also, hashtag B Lupus Group on Facebook. Uh, Instagram, IG, Twitter is Drum for Lupus. That's Drum, the number four Lupus. Uh, email address is drumforlupus at gmail.com. And I also have a Beat Lupus Apparel clothing line. Uh, that's on Instagram as well. I have a website, and you can go to at Beat Lupus Apparel. That's all one word. So um, those are the major platforms also with, you know, with my Lupus Dream Team accounts. I am Jonathan Braxton. You can reach me at the Lupus Dream Team page or you can reach me on my private page, Jonathan Braxton on Facebook. And you can reach me at Jonathan, uh, I mean, Braxton Lupus Fighter 2018 on Instagram. Awesome. I don't know if I'm friends with you yet, Jonathan, but I'm going to send you a friend request pretty okay. soon. <laughs> Let's do it. So, but, uh, hey, guys, uh, man, this has been an incredible interview. Lots of great information shared about lupus. And uh, definitely appreciate you guys coming on and sharing your uh, incredible stories. Appreciate and, um, Thank we'll, you, uh, get, for, for For the ones that uh, come across this uh, YouTube video, we'll have all the uh, – uh, information in the description to where you guys will be able to find their information if you want to connect with the uh, 
lupus uh, dream team. So, uh, again, guys, definitely appreciate everyone for tuning in to Hope with Jonathan. And I uh, hope you guys have had a chance to uh, subscribe to us over here on YouTube. And, uh, hey, guys, y'all stay safe out there. Remember to take care of yourself. Love on everyone. And uh, remember to take care of your kidneys. God bless you. Take care. Thank, Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you as well, man. We appreciate, appreciate you so much. Appreciate no, it. No problem. Much respect to you guys. God bless yes, you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll talk. Hang out. Hang out. We'll talk after the show. Absolutely. If you got, if you got two minutes. <laughs>
Dion and Jonathan. Uh, what an incredible, informative podcast talking about the subject of lupus and how it affects men and, and how it uh, affects the kidneys. And uh, just an incredible podcast, very informative, lots of great information shared. Uh, so share this uh, with all your friends and family. Definitely go check us out at hopewithjonathan.com. Definitely go check us out over on YouTube. Um, you know, we're sharing stories of hope, just like this one. And uh, we hope to inspire, educate, and inform uh, through the power of sharing your story. And I uh, really feel like that these are great for um, motivation, inspiration, and uh, definitely just for informative reasons. Uh, we need more interviews like this uh, to uh, get you know awareness out there for not only lupus, but uh, kidney disease, um, dialysis, transplant, organ donation, uh, just so much. So much more needs to be done and so many people need to be informed. Um, and so on these, uh, this is a great tool to utilize to get information out there uh, by way of podcasting. So uh, we really enjoy our guests and uh, really appreciate people taking the time to want to even come on our podcast. It's just an incredible honor uh, to share these warrior stories. But again, guys, really appreciate your support for Hope with Jonathan, what we're doing with uh, our podcast. And uh, also, guys, again, appreciate everyone for uh, supporting us by way of YouTube and checking our website. Hey, guys, take care. Stay safe. And remember to spread love and take care of your kidneys. God bless. This is Jonathan.